Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Reconferencecall.com. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign. Please enter your access code followed by the pound sign.
Hello? Hello? your access code followed by the pound sign. You entered 227078. If this is correct, press 1. To read, there is one other participant in this conference. Please announce yourself. Hello. Hi, is this Derek? Yes, it is. How are you doing? Hey, Derek, this is Serena. I'm good. Um, I just texted Andy. I told him that you are on, so he should be giving us a call here shortly. Okay. How are you? I'm I'm doing uh, well. How are you? I'm well as well. Just working. <laughs> are you going to the show? Oh, I'm not. I'm actually in Alabama, but uh, Robert and his crew are when in uh, North Carolina. So. Um, nice, cool. Yeah, um, you have tickets to come to the show. I was just curious if you were coming as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, how this will work is. Hey, Andy. Hey, what's up? Hey. Um, so Derek's on the line. Um, Derek, you're going to have 10 minutes 
to stick with Andy, so whenever you're ready, go right ahead. All right. All right, what's going on, Andy? Hey, what's going on, brother? Hey, man, it's a blessing to have you on the show. we got a couple questions for you. We're excited about the concert coming up in North Carolina. And a couple questions for you, man. We want to get into them uh, really quick. want to know a little bit about your backstory, man. What's a little bit about your testimony just to give new listeners who have never heard of you uh, just a little bit of your backstory, man, Where you know what I'm saying, where you came up, what's your testimony, things like that. Yeah, I grew up in uh, New York, in uh, Syracuse, New York, single-parent home, me and my mom, and uh, basically just kind of fell in love with hip-hop. Um, you know, my brother bought me a, a Jay-Z CD and a pair of New Balance one Christmas, and, you know, I started listening to that, falling in love with that. Uh, and me and my best friend, Ryan, we wanted to start making music ourselves. So, you know, we, uh, we started writing our own rhymes to the instrumental CDs that we had, and you know, just started falling in love with hip-hop, creating it. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I found most of my identity, most of my uh, the things I believe about life, you know, uh, through hip-hop, what I believe about money and relationships and women and all those things uh, through rap music. So I got a little bit older. Um, well, actually, I was about 12, 13 years old. My sister took me to a, a camp one summer uh, where she was a counselor. And uh, she invited me, and when I found out that there was, you know, zip lining and rock climbing and, and lakes, I thought that's, you know, I wanted to be there. So <laughs> I show up, and uh, having a good time there, and for the first time I hear the gospel. You know, my mom is a Christian. She'd been taking me to church my whole life, but I never really understood what the gospel was about, you know, Jesus living a life I couldn't live and dying a death I should have died and, you know, dying in my place for my sin, like that became real to me. It didn't just become jargon or rhetoric. And so I got saved that summer. Um, I really just kind of just didn't know what to, where to go with my faith, um, you know, all throughout high school. So I get to college, and, uh, you know, that's when I started getting discipled. I became part of a group called uh, Truce, which was to reach urban communities everywhere. I started performing with them, traveling with them. And uh, basically, they were just a performing arts ministry that used, you know, their, the art for evangelism and stuff like that. So that's when I was finally hanging around some people my age that looked like me, talked like me, understood, you know, hip-hop culture, and were also just, they loved Jesus, and they were helped to, to really grow me and disciple me. And um, around that time is when I met Lecrae. Uh, me and Lecrae started making music together, and uh, eventually I ended up signing with them, and now, you know, I'm, I'm making music with them as, you know, a full-time job. So that's a little bit of the, the story up to this point. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So we love this new album. It's amazing. It's bananas. What would you say uh, separates this album from your last effort? Like, what's the difference to you? Like, where did you go with it versus the last effort? Yeah. Um, I think this project is a lot more cohesive. Um, than the last few. Um, I also feel like, you know, this was an attempt of me really trying to find my own sound. Uh, so pulling from a lot of inspirations I've had in the past, but trying to carve out my own unique sound instead of just kind of like being able to make current music, which is, you know, which is good um, in some respects, but this was really an attempt at me trying to like find something else. And uh, that's why it's a lot different than the other records. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm still in that 
place as an artist to really trying to find what sound and trajectory I want to go on for the yeah. rest of my career. And, awesome. uh, you know, this, this is part of that. Yeah, that's awesome. And I do, you know what I'm saying, think it's amazing that uh, I think the, the uh, word you use, cohesive, is a, a great word because I've heard a lot of uh, Christian hip-hop albums lately, and you can listen to it and be like, okay, here's the Jay-Z song, here's the Lil Wayne song, right. and here's the uh, song where you sound exactly like Kanye. And so listening to your album, I definitely didn't get that. So when you say cohesive, I think that's a that's a great way to put it, and you know what I'm saying, finding the sound. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I guess these next two questions will kind of go together a little bit. Um, you did a record with um, Chris Calico, man. How did that work out for you? Uh-huh. Like, like, you know what I'm saying, how did you guys set that up? Yeah. Well, you know, that whole Strange Music camp has a very similar following to the Beach Records, you know, following where they, they're very successful, independent, you know, record labels. True. They've never had to be on radio to gain success, and they have really loyal and dedicated fan base that and they're able to tour and, and make a living and do what they do. Uh, and so we're very similar in that respect, and I think we've been on each other's radar for those reasons. Um, but also, you know, I was listening to a Chris Calico album, just kind of like, you know, poking around, listening to what was out there, and I heard on a lot of his songs and talking about God and talking mm-hmm. about Jesus and talking about, you know, his pastors and stuff like that. It was very interesting because... Um, you know, it seemed like faith was something that was important to him. And so I reached out on, like, Twitter, and then, um, yeah, I think it was just through social media that we connected. We jumped on the phone. We started talking with each other, started working on some songs together. And, uh, you know, we did two, uh, and Tug of War is the one that I really felt would fit both of us. Uh, And so that concept came together, and we made that record and made the album. And that's one of those records that's not like, you know, it's not like a smash single or a hit or anything. Yeah. Um, but it's one of the records that I hear a lot of people still tell me to this day is, is deeply affected them, you know. Yeah, Chris Calico is a dope artist, man. That's an awesome song that you guys did. And so to kind of piggyback yeah. off of that, and this is kind of like the cliche now, every time we talk to artists, it's kind of, it kind of mm-hmm. goes in this direction. Um, how do you uh-huh. deal with the backlash from other um, Christian hip-hop um, artists in the industry because there's a lot of it's it's a it's it's a really weird field on um, you know those who are more successful or those who work with secular artists or he doesn't say Jesus enough like how does that make you feel for one are you cool with it are you are you over it or does it still kind of you know what I'm saying take a jab at you when you see those comments and things like that how do you deal with that stuff yeah well I mean more than anything it's just sad yes yeah. it's just really really sad and disheartening that, um, yeah, that there's just like, really what's happening is like, people don't know the whole story. So when they don't know the whole story, they just make it up. And that's disheartening because, you know, you're supposed to be dealing with people that are, you know, your brothers and sisters in the faith. And, uh, you would think that they would believe the best about you or, you know, whatever so yeah. it's really more just disheartening like sad like man, I feel mm-hmm. sad for you like <laughs> yeah uh, and it does get frustrating at times when people from the community that are supposed to support you um you know make you out to be something you're not so uh, yeah 
I, told, I, just, I mean, you just you deal with it no matter what. I think that the internet. I t- I'll just tell you like this though. I have never once in my entire life seen anybody speak even remotely close to how bold they were on the internet to my face. <laughs> oh yeah. Out of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that I've met, I've never heard a I've never heard a comment that I've seen on the internet. Exactly. Just never. Exactly. So I think people just get really bold on the internet. And they talk crazy on the internet because they feel like they're not talking to a real person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they would never bring those things actually to me. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. I think that just shows more of their colors than anything. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally understand what you what you're saying. With a lot of deep tracks on the album, uncomfortable. What, what do you think is your most meaningful song to you on that on that record? Um, I really like "Hear My Heart." Uh, I think it sounds great, but also, it just, uh, yeah, it, it's just a really honest record and a record that I think a lot of people can relate to. Even though it's personal, a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Um, totally, yeah. totally. Um, with the uh, Five Fingers of Death on the Sway in the Morning, and you did an amazing job with the freestyle. And I want to talk about that just for a second. Like, when we talk about freestyling nowadays, we see videos of Drake uh, you know what I'm saying, reading his lyrics off of his cell phone, and they call it a freestyle. And so everyone at the Hope Beat camp is like wanting me to ask you, were you really freestyling, or was some of that written? Did you write a little bit of it and mix it together, or was that a freestyle, or what? What was up with that? Uh, really good. Yeah, well, I mean, free, freestyling for me isn't an issue. Like, that's just the era that I came up with in hip-hop where we'd stand in our room and, and someone would point to a different object on the wall or on the floor and then you have to freestyle it and drive off of it. So freestyling is actually something I can do yeah, um, and do it well. Uh, for the sway, the five fingers of death, I did a verse from, uh, I did a verse from the project to start off with and then we went into a freestyle. So, you know, he was just shouting out different words and I was able to take those words and make something out of thin air out of them. So, Um, it's a little bit of both, but you know, it's just, when you get on a big platform like that, you don't want to just come in and and wing the whole thing. You want to have something substantial to show people first. If it's their first impression of you. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I have a written on deck and then I'll be able to also freestyle just to show the diversity of both. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So speaking of freestyles, we want to know if you can bless us with the freestyle on Hobie.net. I would, but I'm in a Panera right now. If I start rapping, oh, dude, that's perfect I'm spot. Scare all these white people with their dude. Perfect. <laughs> you can, hey, you can whisper the freestyle, man. Just whisper it, man. <laughs> no, not right now, man. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I had to try. So, is there any new of music course. coming up in the works that we can expect within uh, the next year or so? Um. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of plans for 2016, and we're starting to kind of trying to implement them now. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I got a lot of unreleased music, and I have a lot of inspiration to make some new music. So, um, you know, it's definitely going to be at least one project for next year and maybe a couple more. Awesome. How's the tour been so far, and what can fans expect from the upcoming shows? Uh, the tours have been great. We've been showing out almost everything. Um, so, you know, that's been amazing. and People are coming really enjoying the merchandise and the VIP experience has been really fun. So we're having a blast doing that. Um, and you know, coming to the show, what you can expect is you can expect a night of eclectic music. Really, um, 
You have Spazzy Rocket, Propaganda, myself, all who have very different approaches in music and sounds. So, you know, there's a little song for everybody. Um, and then also, also, you know, just uh, it's not your typical rap show. It's more of a production. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm excited to share that with the world because, uh, you know, I, I do consider myself more than a, more than a rapper. So it, it's nice to be able to put that on, on display every night. That's what's up. The new album is out. It's, in, it's entitled Uncomfortable. Thanks so much for coming on, Andy. It means so much that you took a few minutes to come on with us. And uh, thanks so much, dude. For sure. Thank you. All right, brother. Bless. Thank you. Right, Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.